AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This episode includes detailed discussion of domestic violence. It can be hard to hear, but we think it's important not to gloss over the reality of what happened to Libby Caswell and what happens to countless other victims every day. Please take care while listening. I stayed for so many reasons. You know, I I wanted that image of what I saw for us when we got married. I wanted my girls to have their dad around. I wanted you know, our family to be okay. I just wanted us to be okay. Domestic violence relationships have one thing in common, an imbalance of power and control. But the behaviors used to maintain that power can take many forms. Abuse that is physical, verbal, sexual. Abuse can start subtly and get worse over time. There can be periods of calm or a constant state of threat. It can be difficult to recognize from the outside, but also when you're in it. Whatever form it takes, domestic violence is ubiquitous. In their lifetimes, more than one in three women in the U.S. will experience rape, physical violence, or stalking by an intimate partner. In their lifetimes, about one in four women will be subjected to severe physical violence by their partner, hit with a fist or something hard, beaten, slammed against something, 
and not all of them will survive it. Strangulation became his go-to method at the end of our relationship. When I finally did get out, the only reason I left really was because I wouldn't be here today if I had stayed. He would have killed me, I'm, I'm sure of it. Libby Caswell endured years of domestic abuse, but we are unable to share her experience in her own words. And because we think it's important to let survivors speak for themselves, we wanted to give them a voice in this bonus episode. Our team spoke with five women who've all asked to remain anonymous. Many of the stories may sound similar to Libby's. Teenage love, drug use, strangulation. But these stories are all very different from Libby's in one key way. These women are alive to share them. So I'm going to step aside and let you hear their stories, the details they remember, and the ones they wish they could forget. He was controlling, but at that time I was really young and I kind of romanticized the control and the extreme jealousy. And in addition to that, uh, friends and family will encourage uh, me to believe, oh my gosh, he loves you so much and this is why he's doing this. You're so lucky. He was always angry. Um, He would punch walls or punch trees or slam doors and punch the bed to create an environment of physical intimidation, threat. I thought like he, he's got a temper, he can be really mean, but it wasn't physical. It was, you know, I guess emotional more so, but I didn't see it as abuse at that time. All the red flags were there. I was just, didn't have the capacity to understand it. When I started dating my abusive boyfriend, A lot of it started as emotional abuse, psychological abuse, verbal abuse. And I told myself if it were to ever get physical, then I would leave. Because in my mind at the time, I thought physical violence is the worst thing that can happen to me. The first time that he ever put his hands on me was actually right after we had our first child. And it was my first night out as a new mom. A year and a half into our relationship, it got physical. And in that first instance where he was physically violent with me, I ran home to my parents and I cried and I confessed everything. We had gone to a concert and we came out of the concert and then all of a sudden he grabbed me and threw me like on the ground in front of all of these people and all of our friends. And at the time... My parents didn't know a lot about 
the legal system in America. They are immigrants. Their first language isn't English. So they asked me if I wanted to report it to the police. And I decided not to because what's so tricky about domestic violence is that even though my boyfriend had just been physically violent with me, I still loved him and I still wanted to protect him. And it happened so fast and all of our friends like kind of swooped in and grabbed him and took him away. And I remember thinking like, what the hell was that? I did recognize that something was off about my relationship when he became physically violent with me. But there was always something in my head saying, well, you're just not a good enough partner. You just need to change yourself. You just need to make yourself a better partner. Then the violence will stop. And I was pissed. If I'm going to be honest, I was really, really angry. And I was one of those like fiercely independent women, like no man's ever going to put his hands on me. And then that situation came to me directly. And so it was, a, okay, what are you going to do now? Whenever I got upset, it was always to go up to my face and grab me by the neck. The first time I experienced strangulation in my relationship was on my 30th birthday. It was around our second year of dating. was actually during sex. I remember clearly because at the time I was the youngest living with my parents and both of them were at work and I was alone at home. He just knocked at the door. And I remember feeling really scared because his eyes look lost. He was under the influence of crystal meth. My ex had planned this whole elaborate birthday party for me and he had gotten belligerent. And I had two children at the time and our baby was sick. And so I was like, you know what, this is silly. We're going home. And as we were driving home, it was only about five minutes, but he punched me in the face on the way home. And when we pulled into the driveway, I got out and he came around the car and he grabbed me by my throat and slammed me against the garage. It was definitely shocking to me um, because we were being intimate and all of a sudden, he laid his hands on my neck. And I think he had gotten the notion that I would enjoy this, perhaps as a sexual act. But since there really was no consent involved in that, it made me incredibly terrified. On his way out, I just was like standing, holding the door open for him to leave. And he looked at me directly and put his hand around my neck. And he is a pretty tall guy, around 6'6", six, six, and his big hand. So it only took him one hand to just go around my whole neck. He was holding me up by my throat against the garage. 
And I was like, he's going to kill me. And then he slammed me on the ground and, and cracked my head open. And then he went inside the house. And I remember thinking, oh, thank God, I'm okay. And I grabbed the kids out of the car really quickly. And he had locked me out of the house. So I broke into our bedroom through the window, holding the kids. And I barricaded us in the bedroom. And I just remember just thinking about who he was in the past to what was happening in that moment. I just was in shock and couldn't believe it. I just was like so terrified that he felt pretty comfortable doing that to me. He would do it to the point before killing me. It was more of proving a point. I'm the boss. You listen to me. You obey to me and then release you. I remember sitting in the bathroom, like smoking a cigarette, thinking, I can't believe this just freaking happened to me. So that was the first time, not the last. I actually thought that strangulation was pretty normal or it happened so often that it became so normalized. It didn't especially stand out to me as a red flag. It was just another kind of manipulation tactic, another method for him to gain power and control over me. Once he realized that he had the power to do that, then what was going to stop him to do more things in the future? For so many years, it, it went from actual hitting, pushing, and leaving bruises on my arms and realizing, oh, there's bruises, to strictly using the weight of his body. And usually it was like on the bed, like weight of his body on me and, and choking. And then I remember I had to learn how to do self-defense, how to hurt him in certain areas so he would release because my fear was always, I'll get killed. When I got pregnant and I started leaving with him, that's when the physical abuse was more intense and frequent in the relationship. So he felt he had a lot more uh, power to do anything that he wanted. However, he was a very intelligent person and he would physically abuse me, but not to the point of leaving any marks on my body. He was pretty aware of the consequences of having some sort of physical bruise or mark on my body. had marks that time and I was like oh my gosh people are gonna see this and I'm a social worker <laughs> and that is was something I struggled with for the the entire time because I thought I help people that are in the same situation that I'm in and I'm you know like 
pretty much preaching what I'm not practicing. And so that was really also embarrassing for me, I think, which contributed to me not saying anything. I was a pretty popular student during high school, and I definitely put on a facade of how great my life was. And to everyone else, it seemed like I had the perfect boyfriend. And to admit to my friends that, hey, actually, I'm being abused by him on an everyday basis was terrifying for me. I never talked about anything that happened to me with anybody until I actually left for the final time. He was very charismatic and like he was fun and funny. And I tried to protect that, I think, and not show him in a different light to our friends and family and especially my family, I think, because they already weren't sure about him from the get-go. And so I really didn't want to make him look bad in any way. I was with my abuser when we were teenagers. And I think that made it incredibly more difficult for me to seek out resources, seek out support. I was terrified of sharing with my parents and my sister because I thought that they wouldn't believe me and that they would instead chastise me for being with someone at such a young age, for engaging in sex at such an early age. So I felt so incredibly alone. I never told anyone. I never told anyone um, what had happened. I didn't want to believe what had happened. And it was scary to even think about it. And of course, I wouldn't imagine myself sharing it with anyone. And it was shameful too, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I have this wonderful, charming, handsome boyfriend. Uh, what is people going to say? Why did I say five years? That's what I was supposed to do because till death do your part is your vows and you have to honor it. For your family's name's sake, for your religious sake, for your culture's sake, you want to be the, the one who did everything right. And damn it, there's a one thing I didn't do right. I didn't pick the right person. How do I make this better? When you're in love with an abuser, your logic changes. They're so good at changing your logic to a point where abuse is all that you know. It's all that you think about. It's all that you justify. I would have done anything to make my abuser happy. His happiness was the most important thing to me on the planet. I thought that this was just my reality. This was the rest of my life that I would, of course, get married to him. Of course, I would have children with him. And this is just something I would endure for the rest of my life. We'll be right back after the break with more from these women, including how they got out of their abusive relationships and how they feel about it now. 
Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reuse hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.
It can take many attempts to leave an abusive relationship. Libby left Devin multiple times and came back just as many. This can be hard to understand from the outside. These women's stories illustrate the risks and costs of leaving. But ultimately, they did leave for good. That weekend where I visited him in college was one of the worst weekends I've ever experienced in my life. Because we had been going to different colleges, the emotional and verbal abuse he was putting me through was heightened because he couldn't physically touch me. He couldn't sexually abuse me. But when I saw him in person now in the flesh, I had all four kinds of abuse that I was experiencing. So the emotional and verbal abuse continued, but now the physical violence and the sexual violence were occurring because we are now physically together. So after that trip, I returned home and I decided to break up with him. But often when survivors try to leave, it takes them on average anywhere from seven to 11 times to actually leave the relationship. And at that point, it probably was my third or fourth time trying to leave the relationship. Then I got to the point that he was strangling me and I was welcoming it. I was like, please just effing kill me, you know, and just fucking kill me. And that really, really was what kind of kicked my ass into gear. That scared me that I was welcoming it. And I had gotten so desperate and wanted out of that situation so badly that I just wanted him to kill me. And then I thought, what's going to happen to my girls? It scared the crap out of me. And one night he came home and told me to get the fuck out of his house and take my fucking children with me. And I listened and I didn't ever turn around. I called my brother. He flew out that day, brought a duffel bag and said, just pack what you can carry. And so for the me and my three girls, threw whatever we could carry into one duffel bag. And he got us out of there while my husband at the time was just watching us from his car you just sat there and watched and like kind of taunted us. Eventually I got the courage to say, uh, I'm done. And he tagged me. It was really bad. And I ended up in the hospital and, you know, in, in a hold. I was there for three days. But it felt like I was in a safe place because there were individuals like me. And that's when I realized being away from him, like, um, I have a way out. I have a lot to live. I had a great therapist in there that that reminded me that I still have plenty of years to live. And I was able to get out of that scenario because of that. Realizing the way I still see God and religion is not the way of to death you apart no matter what they do. It's only when they honor you. It's a mutual honor. And realizing that gave me so much freedom my son started to imitate his behavior. My son was around six at that time, and that was impactful to me. I cannot allow this to happen. Seeing my son, I knew if I had stayed, he would have totally adopted that behavior. And my daughters were going to learn 
what I was doing, right? So that really helped me have the courage to leave that abusive relationship. At that time, we were living at his mother's home, and he would not allow me to leave with my kids. I was undocumented, and he was documented. So he used my legal status to threaten me, um, to take me to Tijuana and kill me, or to take the kids to Mexico, and I would never find out where he was with my kids. And it got to the point where I was 100% isolated from my family and friends. But my parents got really worried that they were not able to talk to me. And one time they just came to visit. And my father was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, everything's okay. I'm just like, you know, out all the time, busy with the kids. And he's like, no, <laughs> like, we know what's happening. And my father was like, you're not my daughter anymore. And I want my daughter back. So that really helped me to lift the shame and fear off my shoulders and knowing that I was not alone. Mm-hmm. So after that, I just came up with the plan to leave. But that was just the beginning of a long journey of of leaving safely and staying safe with my kids. Leaving an abusive relationship, you're afraid to love again. You're afraid to trust others because you might feel that people are inherently bad or people are out to get you. When I look back at my younger self, sometimes I wish I could shake her shoulders and be like, there are 8 billion people in the world. I have yet to meet so many amazing people that I don't need to endure this. There are many, many people I'll continue to meet who would love me for who I am, who will never, ever lay their hands on me, never, ever say disgusting insults and comments to me. And I wouldn't have to spend the majority of my days crying and screaming and feeling so incredibly low. The aftermath has been quite a roller coaster. We're going on, let's see, nine years that I got out um, and I still have hard days. I still, you know, because I still have scars from him. I still have marks. But definitely the emotional abuse was brutal. Like I was a shell of a person when I came back. And that has taken a lot of time and work. And I kind of just dove into like things that I loved because he had taken all of those away from me. That has been my path to kind of healing. I know that I have a longer way to go. And I think that's hard for me. I I feel frustrated sometimes because I think, God, I should be better by now. And I can't rush it. You know, there's no rushing it. And so I have to kind of take a step back and say, you know, you'll be okay when you're supposed to be okay, (laughs) which isn't always easy. 
And I actually do have a scar from my then spouse. He did cut me pretty bad in one of my arms. And I actually do have a scar in my body that always reminds me, I did live this. But you carry these scars, but people don't see the scars because they're in your heart. They're in your soul. They're in your mind. They're in your triggers. They're in the defense mechanism that you built around yourself. You have to be okay with the uncertainty of what lies ahead. And it's okay if you make mistakes, it's okay if you don't do things right the first time, second time, third time, you know, just be patient with yourself. I think that would be the best advice I can give. If you or anyone you know is experiencing domestic abuse, you can call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline for help. That number is 1-800-799-7233. Thank you also to the National Network to End Domestic Violence for their help with this episode. For more information, you can visit their website to find a coalition near you at nnedv.org. What Happened to Libby Caswell is written, reported, and hosted by me, Melissa Jeltson. This episode was written by Lauren Hansen and edited and mixed by Jeremy Thal. Our executive producer is Ryan Murdoch. For iHeart Podcasts, executive producers are Jason English and Katrina Norvell, with our supervising producer, Carl Cadle. Our theme song is written by Aaron Kaufman and performed by Aaron Kaufman and Elizabeth Wolf. Original music by Aaron Kaufman with additional music by Jeremy Thal. To find out more about my investigation or to send a tip, please email me at whathappentolibby at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.